The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners, where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. So excited that you're here and I cannot wait to support you in today's topic. Today's topic is all about becoming a strategic sorceress and I I just loving that terminology and you won't believe where I got it. <laughs> I literally put into chat GPT, what are some names that I can call ambitious women in business that haven't been really used before? And like it came up with some awesome names, some awesome names. And the strategic sorcerer was really stuck with me and I had been pondering on it for a little while. And I'm like, oh, that's exactly what I'm wanting to create for you with Becoming CEO. So my current workshop that I'm running at the moment. So if you haven't checked it out, make sure you check it out. It's starting on Tuesday, the 29th of August. And there are two workshops running over two days. So one on the Tuesday, the 29th and one on the September the, the 1st, which is a Friday. And the Friday session, we're diving into becoming a strategic sorceress because this is really what I wanted it to, to embody was this space of like utilizing every part of your business to support your goals and working smarter, not harder, right? Like that's been my terminology in the last couple of months. Of like, let's work smarter, not, not harder because we've got to drop that old belief system of like, you have to work hard to earn money. Like let's drop that and let's focus on working smarter. So if you haven't registered, for becoming CEO, make sure that you do that now. Jump into the show notes right now, click the link, add your email. You're going to get an email with all the details to give you access to the Zoom room. It's going to be a private Zoom room with me, with a group of other beautiful ladies, and we're going to be diving into leveling up and scaling. So definitely come and join us. It's going to be super fun. All right. So what does it take to become a strategic sorceress? Like, obviously, I'm going to dive into this in much more depth because I've got a full hour and a bit with you on Friday. And that's also going to be a workable workshop. So I want you to walk away with a scaling plan, but I wanted to touch on today a couple of key things that I feel like are really key because what I've noticed over the last round of the Next Level Mastermind, one of the key things that came through for a lot of the women was being more strategic rather than just letting things happen, rather than just hoping and wishing and praying, like actually putting key things in place that supported the growth that weren't just all reliant on you. So as the business owner, you've already got 50 million things you need to do and getting clear on what your zone of genius is and where you're most valuable is really key for this first off, which is why I dive into that on day one of the becoming CEO. But one of the really clear, interesting things that came through with the next level mastermind was once we started to look into it. And I think this is the thing that when you're in your own business, you can't see it. Like you can't see your own blind spots with your mindset the same way you can't see what's not working within your business, right? Sometimes you get a feeling of like, Oh, I wish it was easier. Or other times where you're like, I know I could be doing this better. But I need someone else's eyes, someone's fresh eyes to come in and go, why aren't you doing this? Or, you know, you could be doing this. Or why didn't you follow up here? Right. Like certain things, because we get so caught up in our business that we don't realize that we are leaving money on the table and we are doing sometimes the hard things the hard way. (laughs) And so I want it to be easier for you. And so, yes, we can do lots of automations and we can do like lots of delegating and all that, which is amazing. But I wanted to touch on a couple of things that I think Sometimes we need a reminder of and other things that you may even not realize that you possibly could be doing, which will increase your results. 
So the first one, and I know this is going to be like an eye roll moment, but I have to say it because I'm a coach and because they work, you need goals. You need goals and you need to be visiting them regularly. And so recently in the Elevate Mastermind, I checked in with everyone. I was like, okay, we're halfway through the month in August. Where are you at with your goal? You want to hit 10K months. I want you to check in with your money. Where are you at? Where, where do you need want to be by the end of the month? And how many services do you need to sell in order for you to get to that goal? To get people to actually check in regularly. Because what happens is we don't. We don't check in. We don't want to feel bad because we haven't achieved the goal or we haven't set a goal in the first place or we used to set goals and we didn't achieve them. So we kind of gave up on setting goals or whatever reason. Like you need goals. I'm sorry, like down to the bottom line, whenever I start working with a client, I get them to set goals because you need to know where we're going. You need the destination. We need the GPS to be set. And that way we know when we're getting closer or further away. Then we need to make sure that we're revisiting them regularly. So if you're not revisiting them regularly, that's the first thing you should be doing to become a little bit more strategic with your business. The second one is putting yourself forward for opportunities. Please don't wait for stuff to come to you. That is not how it's going to work. You are not going to grow your business if you sit back and wait and hope and pray right? doesn't work like that. You can show up and be extremely visible and become the person that people want to work with. And then they come to you and you can become the person that other people want you to be a part of opportunities. And then they the opportunities come absolutely. But it does not mean that you can't go to them. It does not mean that you can't pitch yourself. It does not mean that you can't put yourself forward for opportunities. It does not mean that you can't go and actually approach potential clients and go, Hey, I would love to work with you. Like you can absolutely do that. And I think a lot of people have so much fear to do that. But the people who are out there succeeding in business, they're doing some of these strategic steps that we often forget or we don't know that we can do. So that's the, that's the second one. The third one, follow up on opportunities. Please follow up. Please stop telling yourself that people would get back to you if they really wanted to. Please stop telling yourself that, oh, they mustn't have liked you. No, majority of the time, it's because you haven't followed up. It's because you haven't followed up. You've got to show that you give a shit. You've got to show that you actually want it. Go and follow up. Whatever the opportunity is, follow up past leads. How many people do you have on your list that you've worked with in the past that you haven't followed back up with? How many people were potential leads that maybe you had a discovery call with or maybe they put in a contact form that you maybe followed up once, but they never followed up again? Go back and follow up. Go back and look at your list, come up with a list and go back and follow up. You are leaving so much money on the table. I did this with a client the other day and she's an energetic healer. And so she does energy healings. And so she was in the mindset of like, oh, but people will know when they need a healing and they can just come back to me. And I was like, but do they know how to further work with you? And she was like, oh, well, it's on my website. I'm like, "Mm, no, no, they don't know. You need to be telling them. You need to be educating people. What's their next step with you? And so with her, I asked her to go back and actually extract from her systems how many people have had a reading with her this year. And she went back and she looked and she was, I think it was like 67 or something. And I was like, you're going to go follow back up with every single one of them. And she like looked at me like I was asking her to give me her firstborn child. (laughs) Um, But then we worked through the fear around it. I gave her the strategy around how to go about doing it. And then she did it. And she was like, why have I not been doing this before? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) And she was like, oh my God, like, this is actually really fun. Like, it's so great to hear how people are and what they've been going, what's been happening for them, where they're at. And then they've been so kind in the way that they're coming back to me and saying, oh, it's so nice to hear from you. If you're not following up, you're not showing that you care. And people want to be in business with people who care. So please make the effort and follow back up. And you can obviously automate some of that stuff. You can obviously set your systems up to do that. But sometimes the personal reach out is really worthwhile. Okay, number four, develop your network. 
create strategic relationships. Who do you want to surround yourself with? Who do you feel would be amazing to do collaborations with? Start developing those relationships now. Don't just sit back and wait for them to come to you and just hope and pray that they'll see you. Go and develop the relationships now. Number five, maximize your opportunities. So many people have incredible opportunities, but they do not maximize it. And then they walk away from it and go, well, that was a waste of my time. Or, oh, I didn't get any clients out of that. That didn't work. But when I actually asked them, okay, what do they do to actually get those clients? They were like, I just did my presentation or I just did the thing. And I'm like, that's, you're missing out on so much. You are not maximizing that opportunity at all. So for like, for instance, um, I have had past clients that have won like Osmumpreneur and things like that before in the past. And I'm like, how often are you utilizing that to share this award that you've got, right? Like it should be across everything, across your website. It should be on your emails. It should be communicating it in your speaker page. It should be communicating it across your speaker pitch pitch deck. Like there's so many different things and different ways that you can be utilizing certain opportunities. Then once I actually went through with her and she wasn't maximizing on that visibility, like maximize that visibility. I was like, do you even have an opt-in like set up on your website so people can come and work with you or, or get more information from you? And she didn't like, there's so many different things that I think we miss out on what we really want to get out of opportunities because we haven't actually strategically considered what do we need to be doing in order to make that happen. Another client of mine, she was going to events, but not actually following up with people. She was speaking at events and didn't have any type of option for people to continue to work with her. Uh, she wasn't following up with people who that she'd met at the event. Uh, she hadn't followed up with any of those strategic relationships she, she created with the organizers. Like there's so many things that I think that sometimes we go, oh, I'm doing everything I can in business, but you're really not like there's You're really not. So the next one is setting up automations, like obviously having funnels to nurture people. I was talking to a client of mine recently about um, email sequences and the amount of people that don't have email funnels set up blows my mind. It's one of the simplest things that you can do and they don't do it. They don't nurture their people. These people are coming to them hot and they're literally like, I want to learn from you. And then they're giving them the opt-in or they're giving them the freebie and then not following up, not checking in, not sending, not sending other emails about how they can work with you. So you're missing out on these hot leads and then they're going off into the ether. And then you're wondering why you're not gaining any leads. Like there's so many things you could be doing just from an opt-in. You could be doing personal reach outs to find out how they went with it. You could be commenting on their stuff so that they, so they know. So you stay top of mind to them. You could be absolutely just having a funnel. Like you literally have a funnel in place that again guides them through the next stages of working with you. The next one is really thinking through the full journey of a customer in your business. So I was doing this with my recent ladies with the Next Level Mastermind because one of the key things that we needed to identify was where they were missing out on opportunities to work with clients continuously. So they were basically like having clients come into their business, spend money, enjoy the service and then go. But they could actually continue to service them, but they hadn't actually communicated what their next steps would be. And so they were just, again, losing clients out into the ether and just hoping that they come back to them without intentionally saying, I loved working with you. I'd love to continue to work with you. Here's how you can continue to work with me. So some of these things as well, right? Like getting really clear on like, what's the full customer journey? Where do you want them to go? What do you want them to do with you? And how, what do you, can you put in place to make sure that happens? And this ties into the next one of making sure that you're creating based on your customer's needs. So what they're telling you that they want, create things like create what they want and go back to them and say, Hey, I created this for you because if they're already telling you that they want it, if people have taken the time and energy out of the day to say, Hey, this would be great. Have you ever done this? Like, could you do this? Could you create something like this for me? If they're going out of their way to do that and ask you, 
create it. Like that, that means that there's probably a hundred other people that also want that thing. So, you know, do your market research, obviously, but consider like, hang on, maybe I should really create this. And when you create for your customers, when they're asking for it, it creates such beautiful loyalty. And it also keeps you in the rhythm of what people are needing at the time, right? Because often what can happen is we execute too late and then it's like everyone's coming out now with like chat GPT things, but if you wait another six months, it's going to be a waste of time, right? So don't wait, create when it's, when the need is there. Okay. I have so many more, but I'm literally like, I'm going to overwhelm you. So I think that that's, that's heaps for me today. The, the last one that I'm going to speak to is kind of like a two-parter is look to what successful people are doing in your industry and consider how you could also translate that into your business. And some of those things are going to be hard things and that's okay. It does not mean you should not do them. It means that you should explore them and take that hard action because the people who are successful are doing the hard things. They're taking the bigger leaps. They're aiming bigger. They're aiming higher and they're doing the scary things, right? Have you been doing any scary things lately? If you haven't, it might be time to step things up and start taking massive action towards those goals and challenge yourself to do those scary things and embrace doing those hard things. So I hope this has served you. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope you've gotten a kind of a little bit of a butt kicking a little bit (laughs) uh, to help you go, okay, maybe I could be doing these things a little bit better. If this is resonating with you, then come and be a part of Becoming CEO. And I'm also about to open the doors to the next level mastermind. So if you want to surround yourself with incredible people also scaling and you want the support, the strategic support at the same time as one-on-one coaching with me, then definitely check out the link in the show notes. Come and join us. I cannot wait to get started. I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.